Brad Davidson, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, fellas. Uh, thanks for that. I just had a couple of images go through my head. One of Loz uh, doing star jumps <laughs> and one of uh, Clarkie doing an infomercial. You've got a door, you've got a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave, it's Friday. You know, throw the cardio we, in, Dave. We get a bit loose on Friday yeah. in here, Dave. Well, Dave doesn't need to throw the cardio in Dave because there's nothing of him. Nah, Dave he needs need... to put weight on. Yeah, while we go to the gym, Dave needs yeah. to eat. You could do with an extra 20 kilos. <laughs> Take some of mine and Loz's, Dave, please. I'm just recovering from my first gym session in about six years on Tuesday. I'm still struggling. But, uh, no, no, you're right. I need to put on some muscle if I can. You'll get there easy. Well, let's find some muscle in the wallet tomorrow. And uh, the Eskimo Prince, uh, what do you like in the feature? Ali, just before, was taking on Aft Cabin with Sajardin. What do you like in the race? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take on the favourite as well, guys. I think he's a bit too short. I can see he's a nice horse, but you know, 1,200 metres, firm ram wheat. Uh, and he was a little bit slow out in that recent trial as well. So um, I'm just not 100% convinced with him. I'd be leaning either Zoo Tiger or Zipenko. I think they're the two. Zoo Tiger's going to roll forward. You would think get a pretty soft lead with Tommy Marquand there, who, of course, is back in town for about, an, I think it's about an eight-week stint in Sydney. So he'll be well-received from punters around the nation. And, um, look, I think Ozapenko, if they're, if they're aggressive from the low drawing Park midfield. I think it'd be very hard to hold out late here. I know twelve hundred short of his best, and Chris Wallace said that that yesterday in his preview video that he thinks twelve hundred is a bit short, and I agree with him there. But uh, if he can just hold a spot early, it wouldn't be surprised if he if he out sprints them late here. He's, he's just got that nice turn of speed. He should have won a Caulfield Guineas if he drew a barrier, and I thought his recent trial was just as good as Zoo Tigers, if not better. So. Uh, he's the value in the race for me around that $8 mark. But, um, yeah, Zoo Tiger is going to go forward and be hard to beat. But, yeah, I think Aft Cabin, if you like him, I just think he's a little bit short. I think he'll drift a bit. And uh, I think there's bigger fish to fry for all of these, but particularly him sort of later on in the prep. There's always theories, Davo, on all different types of horses when they return and when things go wrong. But this one's just come in on the text line. Don't worry about Aft Cabin's fitness. Bleeders never come back underdone first run. He would have had plenty of work. Do you subscribe to that theory? Yeah, definitely. They, they do to get him a lot fitter first up because, you know, you want to make sure the horse is, is well and ready to go. But uh, I still think that, yeah, it's just you're not getting, you're not getting any value at that price anyway. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, he looked good, but he hasn't really done anything either yet. You know, he's run second at Jack and Oak. Um, but third that day was a horse that was just going fairly. And then he's come out and, and won the, the prelude. But it was a wet track. Um, Ozopenko was in the race that day. didn't handle it at all. And, and oh, the overall time was nothing flash. So he won by a big space. But I just think there's not a, there's not as big a gap between these three-year-olds racing on Saturday as the market's got it. So um wouldn't be surprised if one of those other two can topple him, that's for sure. Which champion tomorrow in the Sulcombe and Banjo? Uh, Banjo. Yeah, look, it's always that time of the year where you're trying to sort of assess up-and-going horse versus classier horses resuming. Um, but I'm going to go with Banjo. I just hope they ride him for speed tomorrow and use that low weight. Um, they've got to ride him out in front, get him, get him rolling along and catching for Ken-style tactics because he's got no weight on his back and make them chase and make them do the work first up and have to run him down. That's the key. Not, not a sit and sprint. Um, make it a bit of a bit of a test and, and use that lightweight so hopefully they do that on Banjo but I'm within there tomorrow I, I think they went up second favourite him and Sulcombe favourite which I thought was wrong that's readjusted now and I think he will start a, a well back favourite but Sulcombe Chris Waller gave him a pretty good push in his 
preview there yesterday thinks he'll be charging home late. Obviously, the 1600 short of his best, but um, his class might be able to get him home. He looks like a pretty serious racehorse. So what are your best bets? I'm guessing Banju's one of them. Yeah, race six, number six, Banju there uh, tomorrow. I, I don't mind one on the Kensington track today. Race three, number one, Associate. Takes on Cool Dye. They're two pretty progressive horses, but I just thought uh, he was the one that comes out of a pretty good effort at the same track and distance behind Straight Acer on debut. That horse has gone to Saturday grade and been really competitive, and um, I like his trial since as well, so I thought he could sit just behind the speed and be hard to hold out late race. I think it's race three, number one, Associate. Okay, race three, number one today on the Kenzo, and race six, number six on the course proper there at Royal Randwick tomorrow, Banju. Dave Oak, go and have a great weekend. You too, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk uh, next week.